just a guy and his journey back to God. Today I want to start off with a prayer instead of the uh, usual uh, discussion that, that we first start with. So, Lord, I just lift up this time. I pray that you would be the center of, of what we focus on, that our hearts and our minds would be turned towards you, that we would think about and listen to and be willing to hear what you have to say to us about our lives, our relationships with you, and how better to grow closer to you. I just pray that this time would be a blessing, would, you would speak through me, that it would be your words and not mine, my your intellect and not mine, and that it would be the words that each person needs to hear. I thank you and I praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. So we're here in chapter 27, and obviously we just fi- finished up chapter 26. And in the end of chapter 26, it was the, it was starting to talk about the rapture, about the dead of the Lord will live, <clears throat> that they will be coming back to life. And then, then God is telling, saying, go my people, enter your rooms and shut the doors behind you. Hide yourselves for a little while until his wrath has passed by. See, the Lord is coming out of his dwelling to punish the people of the earth for their sins. The earth will disclose the blood shed on it. The earth will conceal its slain no longer. So that's the people coming back to life. And then there will eventually be um, the whole judgment and whatnot. And so that's what chapter 27 deals with a little bit about Israel. And this is just, there's a little bit of of controversy or or debate really about the role of Israel during uh, the, the period after Christ's first coming and or you know, second coming and the raising of the dead and then the earth having the antichrist on it and what the role and what happens to israel during that time this these upcoming chapters add to some of that controversy or that debate and so you know with that in mind it's just you know i just wanted to make sure that we understood that that this is still a continuation from the previous chapter so in chapter 27 verse 1 in that, in that day, the Lord will punish with his sword, his fierce, great, and powerful sword. Le- Leviathan the gliding serpent, Leviathan the coiling serpent, he will slay the monster of the sea. In that day, sing about a faithful, a fruitful vineyard. I, the Lord, watch over it. I water it continually. I guard it day and night, so that no one may harm it. I am not angry. If only there were briars and thorns confronting me, I would march against them in battle. I would set them all on fire. Or else let them come to me for refuge. Let them make peace with me. Yes, let them make peace with me. So this is about Israel, that God will protect them. He is their their vineyard, and he will protect them and watch over them. In in days to come, Jacob will take root. Israel will bud and blossom and fill, fill out the world with fruit. So this is where it talks about Israel being a blessing to the world. Has the Lord struck her as he struck down those who struck her? Has she been killed as those were killed who killed her? By warfare and exile, you contend with her. With his fierce blast, he drives her out. As on a day, the east wind blows. By this, then, will Jacob's guilt be atoned for. And this will be the full fruit of the removal of his sin. When he makes all the altar stones to be like limestone crushed to pieces, no Asherah poles or incense altars will be left standing. The fortified cities stands desolate. 
an abandonment settle uh, an abandoned settlement forsaken like the wilderness there the calves graze there they lie down they strip its branches bare when its twigs are dry they are broken off and women come and make fires with them for this is a people without understanding so their maker has no compassion on them and their creator shows them no favor so at the ultimately this is people don't turn to God they don't listen to him they don't have any understanding and so they're the ones who are going to uh, they're going to perish under um, his wrath it's not you know a lot initially it would be something where I'd be like oh dang that's that's harsh but everyone has understanding everyone under everyone has a mind everyone has free will and at this time of history at this event man will choose not to understand that God is the creator. In the day the Lord will thresh from the flowing Euphrates to the wadi of Egypt, and you, Israel, will be gathered up one by one. And in that day a great trumpet will sound. Those who were perishing in Assyria and those who were exiled in Egypt will come and worship the Lord on the holy mountain in, in Jerusalem. So this is the calling of Israel out of the wilderness of the great um, tribulation. And so, again, there's a lot of discussion around it. And there's a lot of discussion about the role of Egypt, I mean, of Israel during this time. And, you know, what role do they play? Do they get, do they get raptured up? Do they not? There's just a lot of debate. And it's very interesting. But the reality is none of us really know. And I have friends who are very smart. And they think one thing. And then I have other friends who are just as smart. And they think something totally different. And so it's one of those mysteries that we really will only find out once the time comes. And the bigger question really is, what role will we play? What role in this leading up to the, uh, the rapture and the blowing of trumpets, what role will we play in the life of others and in our own life? How will we just float along, continuing to... And just kind of do our thing and not make much of a difference? Or will we hear the, the words of the Lord? Will we incorporate them? Will we make a difference? Will we reach out to friends and family who are struggling? Will we see others as God sees them? Will we listen for his voice and be able to tell that it's his? Whatever it might be, whatever route we're, we're on, it's by our own choosing. And that's the most challenging part. I know when I'm floating along like a leaf on the ocean that is my choice I also know when I'm trying to move forward that it's also a choice and it's through God's strength that I can accomplish growing closer to him and doing his will because otherwise I know me I'm kind of a lazy guy who would really just kind of sit and enjoy things with him helping me I overcome those weaknesses and keep moving forward and again the only time I have contentment is when I'm walking in God's will so I encourage each and every one of you do what you need to do pray lift yourself up in prayer lift your family up in prayer lift your relationship up to God to have a stronger relationship with him it's a journey it's not a sprint this is a lifelong event so Oh my goodness, this could be a long podcast series. Anyways, um, 
I just pray for you. I thank you for, for joining me on this journey and that as we grow, we'll be able to impact others in a very special way. And most importantly, we'll be walking in God's grace, doing his will and having peace and, and mercy and joy in our lives. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for joining me at Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God.